Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Listen, I really need you to watch something. I need you to watch this video. I've, I've talked about this video on my show before, but I'm not sure I've ever actually shown it to you. It's an important video, a really important video for reasons when you first watch it, you may be a little confused about. I didn't even tell Guy why I want to show you this video. It was a viral video from years ago, and it matters right now with the assault on freedom and liberty happening through cancel culture. You know, cancel culture has a, um, the name sounds almost uh, benign, right? Oh, cancel, what is cancel? You're going to be canceled. Um, we should actually call it suppression, or suppression culture or tyranny culture, because that's really what it is. It's not a joke. It's not about cartoons or anything else. This is about the diminution and destruction of your liberty in live time and you watching it all go down in flames. This is not a joke. I'll show you the video uh, in, a, in a minute here. So please stay tuned. It's going to be an important show today. I also want to get to Joe Biden um, and his disastrous, deteriorating cognitive condition and what a danger the country finds itself in right now. I warned you. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. <clears throat> excuse me, ExpressVPN. Keep your online activity free from prying eyeballs. Get a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. I also do want to play some video of Piers Morgan. I know, I know it's about the Meghan Markle disaster I said I wouldn't talk about, but it's important. Forget the Meghan Markle thing. It's more about, again, tyranny and suppression culture disguised as cancel culture, which is a relatively benign word. And it's benign for a reason. It's a true, a true legitimate threat to our liberty. Today's show brought to you by our friends at paintyourlife.com. When I first heard about this and they pitched it as a sponsor, I thought, that's nah, really a great idea, but I thought it's got to cost a lot of money. Uh, it's not. What is it? What is paintyourlife.com? You get a professional hand-painted portrait, beautiful portrait. We did this ourselves. Created from any photo at a truly affordable, great price. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. A user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made, hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. Folks, you're not going to find a better gift anywhere. It's a quick and easy process. You get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. Send any picture. You hear me? Any picture. You, your kids, your family, a special place, your pet. Combine photos into one painting if you want. Paint Your Life makes the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. It's meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. People I've given it to love it. Love it. Don't like it. They love it. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. You don't love the final painting? Your money's refunded, guaranteed. Right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word DAN to 64000. That's Dan to 64,000. Text the word Dan, D-A-N to 64,000. Don't wait. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text keyword to Dan. All right, folks. Joe. Yes, sir. That's a Let's. Joe beat me to the punch with the bell, which is A-OK. Joe has absolute Rush Limbaugh bell discretion. The bell bell is now named in honor of the great, the late great Rush Limbaugh from now until perpetuity. All right, let's get to this video. Joe said to me this morning when I sent it over to him for editing and Guy did some nice cutting on it. He said, so you finally found it, didn't you? Yeah. I need you to watch this video. It's critical. Why? 
Well, let me give you some background on it first. One, the video, if you want to watch it on one of the video platforms, it goes on a little longer. It's about a three-minute video. But in the interest of time, I had to edit it down. So it is edited a bit, just to be clear. This video was taken at the Sasquatch Music Festival. Um, I don't know if that's in honor of Bigfoot or whatever it may be. I've never heard of this music festival, but it sounds wonderful nonetheless. It was obviously taken a while ago. Um, and at this music festival, there's a performer performing in the background. Uh, uh, I believe it's a she. Her name is San Santi Gold. And she's playing this song called uh, Unstoppable. And this guy gets up to dance. Joe's already seen the video, so does Guy. Um, and he gets up to dance. And uh, the dance is a little strange. But something happens after he gets up to dance. <laughs> Now, if you're listening on audio or on terrestrial radio, I strongly encourage you to watch the show today, the video version. You can follow us for free at rumble.com slash Bongino to watch the video of the show. They said, don't say subscribe anymore because people are confused and they think subscribing. Uh, I'm not kidding. I saw this in an industry newsletter. People think subscribing means you have to pay for it. So you say follow now. So uh, <laughs> whatevs, follow us at rumble.com slash Bungino. It still will cost you nothing, unlike when we told you to subscribe last week. Right. But I encourage you to watch that. For those of you listening on audio only, what happens there? There's this man who gets up, starts dancing. You know, uh, an interesting dance, to say the least. Um, it uh, reminds me of that movie, movie uh, Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey. Remember where he's doing that dance at the, remember that? Friend, listen, if you're my era, you know that movie. You probably all saw it. It was like a teeny bopper movie when I was a teenage kid. Uh, go watch it. Uh, Can't Buy Me Love. And he does this dance at the thing. The guy's doing this weird like Ronald dance from Can't Buy Me Love. There was a culture reference that's going to throw a lot. All these younger kids are like, what are you talking about? It's <laughs> Mick Dreamy is in that movie or Mick Steamy or whatever from Grey's. I don't remember who Mick he was. Dreamy, Steamy, whatever. But he wasn't exactly Mick Dreamy back then. The video is pretty good. The guy does this weird Ronald dance from Can't Buy Me Love. And what happens? Well, people are laughing at him a little bit. As you can see on the video. Ha! <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy dancing with the Ronald dance from Can't Buy Me Love. Uh, but then what happens? All of a sudden, I'm going to move up in my seat. Let me get comfortable today. All of a sudden, one guy gets up, starts dancing with him, doing the Ronald Can't Buy Me Love dance. And it actually, you know, it's interesting. I didn't intend this, but if you watch Can't Buy Me Love, it's the exact same thing that happens in the movie. Someone starts dancing with Ronald after everyone's laughing at Ronald for doing the Ronald dance. And they're laughing at the second guy a little bit, too, as he's dancing with the first guy. And then a third person jumps in. And then if you were listening on the radio, you hear some crowd noise at the end. This what happens. A fourth, a fifth, a tenth, a fifteenth, a twentieth. By the end of that three-minute video, the entire festival is dancing. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for you right now to get up and dance. 
Get up and dance? You mean like actually get up and dance? No, no, I don't mean actually get up and dance. You don't want to see me dance doing the Ronald dance or anything else because I'm not much of a dancer, although my friend Gary up in New York seems to think I am because I did kind of a John Travolta takeoff at my wedding. Not kidding. He thinks I'm a great dancer. I'm telling you as a friend, I can't dance to save my life. I've got hips as stiff as a fire hydrant. My friend doesn't think so. You don't want to see me dance. You want to see me dance and you want to see me engage in activism and you want to see me stand up for liberty and freedom right now and do something. What do I mean? That video, folks, is used in motivational speaking. It's used by people in our intelligence community today. It's used by people in political activism for what? What's the lesson? Gee, you ready? Gee, I didn't tell Gee what the Joe knows. Joe gets to cheat because mm-hmm. Joe's been with every show yeah. from the beginning. By the way, um, a Washington Post reporter reached out to me yesterday, Joe. He asked me a whole bunch of questions uh, uh, about you and I and our show. And our, I didn't really? I don't think it was like a negative piece at all. But he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, you mind if we talk to Joe a little bit? I'm like, I don't know. Joe, not much of a media dude, but I'll ask him. Yeah, I'm asking can. you on the care. air. So, man, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He asked me like the whole, uh, how the show started. I told him, you know, in the basement, remember the basement in Severna oh. Park stuck in the closet where you and I were like on top of each other. <laughs> so, sure. Joe's heard this because he's been with me from the beginning. What's the point of this video? And why is it used all over the world? Because folks, it's not the first person who get ups and dances, who gets up and dances. It's a person who backs them up. It's the second dancer that really matters. How does that apply to what's happening today with suppression and tyranny culture disguised as cancel culture, a more benign term? You can't leave our freedom fighters out there to fight alone. It's happening right now. Anyone can stand up and dance. People are doing it all over the country now. I got an article coming up next about what's happening in our elite private schools around the country, how parents are terrified, how they feel they've stuck their kids in a private school that's acting more like a cult cabal, where if they dare speak out against white guilt and white privilege, the parents, I'm not kidding. I will present you screenshots from the article. Here are some of the quotes. Parents who dare to stand up and dance. Remember, it's not the parent who stands up and dances that matters. It's the first parent who stands up and dances with him and backs him up. Are you that person? Are you going to be that person? Or are you scared too? Here's some of the quotes from the parents at the private school. I'll get to the screenshots for a minute. You know what happens next to people who speak out. Quote, another quote, they'll ruin my life. Another quote, kids are scared. Another quote from parent. My gosh, this is the USA. What happened? These are from parents at elite private schools who where their kids are being indoctrinated to hate themselves because of their skin color. And they're afraid to speak out because they'll quote, they'll ruin my life. The kids are scared. Folks, there are a lot of freedom fighters out there. I'm not suggesting these parents at these elite schools are, but some of them might be. Are you standing with them? You letting them dance alone out there? Why? Are you afraid? I don't blame you. I'm not, criticizing you. I'm certainly not trying to be holier than now. We've all done it, folks. We're all sinners. We're all weak. We have to build strength. We have to pray to God that hell he'll afflict the comfortable, as I've said before, and comfort the afflicted, as I heard quoted in church about a year ago. It's time for you to get afflicted. 
you know, we're living comfortable lives in the United States. Most of us, not all of us, there are people genuinely struggling, and I understand that. And you got to survive first. But it's really time we afflict ourselves. You know, we're watching the country fall apart at a rapid pace, folks. A rapid pace, a pace I never anticipated. I knew we were in a lot of trouble, but I didn't think we'd be in trouble this fast. For those you calculus majors out there, it's not just the rate of change. It's the rate of change of the rate of change right now. What is it, the second derivative? The rate of change of the rate of change is sped up. I need you. I'm begging you as a, as a friend in this movement to be the second person to get up and dance. You know, a friend of mine, Jenny Thomas said once, it's a great line. She said, we're the leaders we've been waiting for. Why are we waiting for someone else to stand up? You're, you're it. You're the leader you've been waiting for. I got a nice email yesterday from a guy named Tom who emails me often. He's been emailing me for a long time on the show, a long time listener. Not kidding. I'm, I'm not going to use his last name, I, but he's from Oklahoma. That probably narrows, what do you think? He narrows it down to about what? Uh, 10,000, 20,000 Toms in Oklahoma. Who knows? But that's the sad thing. If I tell you who Tom and, and I use his last name, you know, liberals will probably go and burn his house down. So I got to keep Tom in Oklahoma safe. So unless you're going to target 20,000 plus Toms in Oklahoma, I think he's relatively safe. But I got an email from Tom in Oklahoma who emails us often. And he said, Dan, I've been listening to your show for a long time. And I finally stood up. Tom danced a little bit yesterday. He was the second guy to get up and dance. Tom ran for a political position, let's say. I don't want to obviously say what. And he won. All right. Didn't run for governor. He didn't run for president. But he knew he could do something local. And he did it. And he won. Because he's the leader he's been waiting for. Folks, for as much as I, I want to believe, you know, this show is a motivating force or, and my words mean something to you, I, I hope they do. I pray they do. I'm I'm not I'm I'm not it. I'm just one guy. I'm glad you find my show to be, you know, entertaining and hopefully educational, and maybe sometimes inspirational too. I'm honored by that deeply. But you're it, not me. You, every single the millions of people who listen to this show across all our platforms every week, you are it. You are the leaders we've been waiting for. It is time for you to be the second guy at the festival that goes and dances. The first guy's not good enough. Go dance with the dancer. There are more than enough people out there standing up. The question is, when are the rest of us going to afflict ourselves? From some of us who have comfortable lives, me included. Me included. I am not absolved from this at all. I've, we've all fallen into this trap. Me too. Me too. We're that comfortable and you're like, oh, if I just ride the wave for a little while. No, there's no, there's no more riding the wave, folks. There's no more riding the wave. Between the spending bill, the immigration crisis, a president who doesn't, can barely get his first name out anymore, who's cognitively impaired, not a joke. And I, again, take no joy in telling you that. 
between the tyranny suppression culture disguised as cancel culture lunatics, destroying the lives of hundreds of thousands of people a year who dare to speak out in public from hate speech laws, which are really anti-free speech laws. We are looking at a country far different than the country you grew up from in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, candidly, even the aughts and the tens. Can't let him dance alone anymore. Spread that video around. Spread this video around and let everybody know they are the leaders we've been waiting for. And it's time to get up and dance with that first guy. All right. Well, what motivated me to talk about this? Uh, I'm going to go to a quick sponsor here. But on the other side of this, um, you know, I wrote on part two of the show, you know, well, why the need to dance now? Well, I read this article this morning and you may think, my gosh, you're talking about elite private schools and liberal enclaves. Why do you care? Why do I care? Because not everyone who lives in a liberal state, a liberal enclave or goes to a liberal school is a left wing, liberal, anti-free speech, anti-civil liberties lunatic. There are a lot of good people out there who know what's coming and are afraid to speak up. They need to see someone dancing and someone dancing after them. They need the second dancer. They don't want to be it yet. But they got to be it. You got to get up and dance. I'm going to give you some of their quotes in a minute. Let me get to my second sponsor, our friends at We the People Holsters. We're living in uncertain times and millions have come to realize the importance of freedom and the Second Amendment. If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with the perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from my friends at We the People Holsters. This is my actual... We the People Holster. This is mine for my uh, Glock 43. Starting at just $40, We the People Holsters are custom molded. You see that? That's not some one-size-fits-all fit all cheapo. This is custom-molded to fit your exact farm. You get a little click when you put it in there. You're not going to find a better-priced holster out there. There are thousands of options, including an amazing selection of printed holsters like mine, which is the actual We The People holster. Their proprietary clip design on the back allows you to easily adjust the cant and the ride for comfort and security at all times. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. And while you're there, check out their premium printed hoodies, long sleeve shirts, and their new EDC tactical gun belt, which comes paired with the patented Cobra buckle. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan is where to go. Get an additional $10 off. We love offer codes, right? With offer code Dan, my first name, D-A-N. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Don't wait. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Go today. Check them out. All right. Back to this piece. Listen, this piece will be in the show notes. Um, You know, our open rate dropped a little bit on the show notes. Our newsletter, I use the terms interchangeably. um, But our newsletter, I think it's because we haven't had any really mind-blowing articles in a long time that, you know, since the election that people need to. I mean, Biden's not exactly a cornucopia of exciting uh, news stories every day, right? Um, Outside of his deteriorating condition. But this one's worth your time. Um, How do you get to our newsletter? Get to it, bongino.com slash newsletter. And you just follow, can't say subscribe. Because it's free. Follow <laughs> Bongino.com slash newsletter. <laughs> Got to follow the industry, <laughs> Joe. Focus Group said subscribe's no good. Yeah, um, here's the article I'm talking about. It's by Bari Weiss, uh, who was canceled herself. It's in City Journal, and it's the miseducation of America's elites. Affluent parents terrified of running afoul of the new orthodoxy in their children's private schools or organizing in secret. 
organizing in secret. Folks, why does this article matter? And candidly, you're probably asking the question now, why would I care a bunch of rich elitists who send their kids to rich elite private schools that then go on to rich elite liberal IVs like Harvard and stuff that then go on to be rich elite liberal Democrats that vote to take away my civil liberties? Because not every one of them is a rich liberal elitist and people are starting to wake up to suppression and tyranny culture. And if we, what do we... We're looking for the second person to dance, right? If the second person to dance is a reformed liberal, what do you do? Go out there and break his legs to make sure he stops dancing. Now we're helping. No. Now we're, let's attack this guy. No, we need to embrace them and let the liberals left behind eat themselves alive. And I've got other video of two other liberals, Piers Morgan and Bill Maher doing the same thing, starting to get up and dance. They're not our friends ideologically. They're not. But if they are allies in this anti-cancel culture, anti-tyranny culture movement, then ladies and gentlemen, the enemy of my enemy is my friend in this case. We have to start thinking tactically. We're losing a darn country. When someone gets up and dances, you don't break their legs. This also matters because, as I told you, these people going to these elite prep schools, in these liberal areas are the ones who become you know, the next AOCs and Bernie Sanders. They're being indoctrinated. Listen to some of the quotes from the parents at these elite schools who are having their kids indoctrinated in uh, white privilege, anti-white racism training. I mean, it's just, this is the definition of racism. Teaching people to hate themselves because of their skin color. How, we, please, folks, seriously, time out. I know I want to get this piece, but Joe, Racism check again. Yeah. Can you, I know you had the, the, the this is not the wrestling belt. This is a different belt. This is the racism belt. Joe, right. is this, the, we have a detector on the show. It's called the racism belt. We started yesterday. If this is racist, the bell rings. Joe, is this statement in fact racist? If you are white, then you should hate yourself because you have privilege and you should learn to look in the mirror and judge yourself by your skin color every day. Joe, does that sound racist? Yes, it does, Dan. Yes, it does. The it racism the bell. bell goes off. That sounds like a racist statement because it is. Yes. From the piece, screenshot one, read this piece yourself. It's worth every second of your time. The parents at these elitist schools have spoken out against this ideology, who, who excuse me, who have spoken out against this ideology even in private ways, say it hasn't gone over well. Uh-oh, really? Don't teach my kid to hate himself because of his skin color. Why hasn't that gone over well? Here's some of the quotes. Here's a quote. It's amazing. Listen to this. You think this was from the Soviet Union. It's from right now in alleged America. I had a conversation with a friend and I asked him, is there anything about this movement we should question? Talking about this teaching their kids to hate themselves because they're white thing. This was said by a father with children in two prep schools in Manhattan. And here's what the guy said back to him when he dared to question this. He said, dude, that's dangerous ground you're on in our friendship. I've had enough of those conversations to know what happens. Huh. Yeah. Uh, are we in Kim Jong-un's North Korea? Are we living in the Castro regime? Is this, are we living under Idi Amin? I've had enough of those conversations. About what? Conversations about 
don't teach my kid to hate himself because of his skin color. I've had enough of those conversations to know what happens. What happens? Does Tony Soprano show up at your house and, and break your thumbs? What happens? You're paying $40,000, $50,000 a year to send your kid to an indoctrination for elite school where they teach the kid to hate himself because of their skin color, the very essence of racism. And you speak out and you tell someone and they're like, dude, dude, don't talk to me about that. I know what happens when these conversations get around and people start talking. These are real quotes from Barry Weiss's piece. This is not a Babylon B piece. May say that's it. No, no, that's never it. I got more. I got more. Here's number two from this Barry Weiss piece about people and uh, parents terrified to speak out because they know what happens. The fear is shared deeply by the children. For them, it's not just the fear of getting a bad grade or getting turned down for a college recommendation, though that fear is potent. It's the fear of social shaming. Here's a quote from a kid. If you publish my name, it would ruin my life. People would attack me for even questioning this ideology. I don't even want people knowing I'm a capitalist, a student at the Fieldstone School in New York City told me. This comment was echoed by other students I spoke with. Here's another quote. The kids are scared of other kids, said another student from Harvard, excuse me, a mother from Harvard Westlake School. The atmosphere, Barry Weiss goes on, the atmosphere is making their children anxious, paranoid and insecure and closed off from even their closest friends. Here's a quote from a mom. My son knew I was talking to you and he begged me not to. Another Harvard Westlake mother told me. He wants to go to a great university and told me that one bad statement from me will ruin us. Listen to this last line from the mom. This is the United States of America. Are you freaking kidding me? Holy cow, dude. Jeez. I, I, I know it's hard because I, I'm telling you, folks, Joe and I grew up. I'm only 46, I think. Mm. I get my age wrong all the time. Not kidding. Like, I... <laughs> you forget when you get older. I forget. I um, but a, a very serious note. I, 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 I'm 46. I'm older, not old. I don't feel old yet. Well, I actually do. Kind of rotten away a little bit, but you get the point. Joe's a little older than me. When you agree, Joe, we grew up in an entirely different country. Did you ever in your life think that you're, you know, you would send little Joe or I would send my kid to a school where they would be taught to hate themselves for their skin color. And by daring to speak out, the kids and everyone would be frightened because their quote, lives would be ruined. The kids are scared. This is the freaking USA. And they'll, they've had enough of those conversations because they know what happens when you speak out. Ladies and gentlemen, where are we living right now? Why are you not dancing yet? Or dancing with the dancer? Or dancing with the dancer who's dancing with the dancer. Why? What do you? What do you? I. I. I mean, I'm. Listen, I'm. I'm being candid here. You know what? What are you waiting for? I'm, I'm not talking. It's not a lecture, folks. My audience, you're great. Like I told you, I get emails from listeners all the time, Tom and others who are doing things right now. But to the holdouts, that small portion of my audience, and to the liberals who listen to my show, that 
listen, I do what you want. Believe what you want. You believe in crazy stuff I don't agree with. But I'm asking you on this one issue, right? Why aren't you becoming like uh, Piers Morgan and Bill Maher and some of the parents in these liberal-leaning leftist schools that are starting to wake up to the fact that you're useful idiots and pawns in a war on your liberty too because you're next. You think you're safe because you're liberal? These parents, I will bet you these parents speaking out. Joe, I will make you a $100,000 bet. A lot of these parents speaking out are probably Democrats or leftists themselves. It's not protecting them. It's not saving them. They're afraid their lives are going to be ruined. The kids are scared. Why don't you understand? What are you waiting for to get up and dance? What are you waiting for? You're watching to see if other people are going to dance? While the whole place is burning down? What are you waiting for? You know, there's a phenomenon in economics called the prisoner's dilemma. How is it that 10 prison guards can keep control of a 500-person prison? How? How? It's an actual term, the prisoner's dilemma. Well, it's because prisoners are not very good at coordinating. Thankfully, riots do happen, but they're rare. And therefore, 10 guards grossly outmanned, can generally keep control of a prison because in economics called the prisoner's dilemma because coordination amongst people is a problem. But it's not an unovercomable problem. Not recommending prison riots, folks. It's literally called the prisoner's dilemma. It's an economics thing. I'm just suggesting to you this phenomenon exists everywhere. And the reason a lot of these parents don't want to get up and dance and they're waiting for other leaders to do it is because they're afraid of the coordination problem, that they're going to get up and be the first prisoner to riot. No one's going to follow them. They're going to be like, charge all by themselves. And they're the ones that wind up uh, um, in solitary. There's a way around the coordination problem. And the way around the coordination problem is speed. You ever see Rocky II when they make him chicken chase? everybody's seen Rocky too, right? I don't know. Maybe some of the younger kids who listen haven't. When Mickey makes him chase, chicken chasing, rock, check out, we both speed, greased, lightning, speed. Burgess, was it Burgess Meredith? Was that who that was? Burgess Meredith? He said like Clash of the Titans too. Greased, lightning, speed. Right answer is speed. If all of these parents could coordinate and do this quickly and fight back fast. It doesn't give the opposition time to respond. It's no different than the prisoner's dilemma. It doesn't give the ideological suppression culture, tyranny culture, AKA cancel culture, people time to respond. If you strike back fast in numbers, everybody sends an email at one time. Everybody shows up to a meeting at one time and speaks out. Everybody exercises their God-given right to assemble and petition at the same time. If you can get over that coordination problem, and it can happen. Notice, it's called the prisoner's dilemma. It's not called the prisoner's obstacle. Again, it's an economics term for all the leftist lunatics out there. I can see people listening to my show. Ah, I'm a prisoner. Don't be, please don't be a moron. I know that's in your nature, but please try to fight your nature on this one. You have to all get up and dance at the same time. Go watch the video again at the beginning. Watch it. Watch the video again at the beginning of the show. You'll see it happens fast. This all goes down in less than three minutes. 
Nobody has time to think about it, Joe. Do I get up and dance? Is this cool? Is someone recording me? Do I look like an idiot? They just do it. This isn't a Nike commercial. You are the leaders we you you've been waiting for. You, you're it. Overcome the coordination problem, organize and fight back today. Mass email your kid's school. Mass call your kid's school. Show up at your local city council meeting in mass and fight back. If you do it with speed and coordination, they can't stop you. They can't. All right, I'm going to go back to the piece. I've got a few more uh, segments from it. Gisela, I know why you're, you're laughing right now, because you, sometimes I fall in love with a piece on the show, and I intend to spend 15 minutes, and we're 32 minutes. I love this piece. It matters. Again, poor Guy, I sent him all this stuff, Joe, too. We're going to get to it, the rest of the stuff. I got to, I want to get to the, I definitely want to get to this Piers Morgan and Bill Maher thing, because again, leftists are waking up. They don't have to be our friends, but they can be our allies. Don't break their legs if they get up and dance. Don't do it. All right. Today's show brought to you by my buddies at my original sponsor, <laughs> literally my original sponsor. And you know, I hate that word, literally. Brickhouse Nutrition. I actually told him, and I think Miles, who owns Brickhouse Nutrition, can attest to this. I said to him, you got to develop a fruit and vegetable type product. People know they should be eating fruits and vegetables, right? But why don't we do it? Because folks, it's a pain. And some of us just don't like the, most of us like fruit, but let's be honest. Most of us don't like vegetables. I do, but I like to put like hummus on stuff. I know I got to like throw my, you know, man card out the window. I get it, but I love it. I like peppers and carrots and broccoli. You dip them in the hummus, but a lot of people don't. So what's the solution? Right there. This jar of Field of Greens is empty, as you can see, because it smells good. This is the wild berry. Smells delicious. Because I already used most of it, but I have more downstairs. Don't worry. Life's about habits. We're more focused than ever on our health. How do you plan to ensure your body's immune system is primed, ready for the winter and beyond? Well, do what I do. Take Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. It's loaded with antioxidants and 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and beets. It's a powerful combination. I take it every day. It's complete with pre and probiotics. It's not only good for you, it's good for the entire family, even the athletes and the kids in your house. Put one scoop in a glass of water. I like to put it in tomato juice or orange juice and you're done. The wild berry is delicious. How do you get this stuff? You go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's how. And you get 15% off your first order with promo code Dan. We love promo codes. At checkout, it's available in multiple flavors. Again, this is the wild berry. It's delicious. Brickhousenutrition.com slash Dan. Brickhousenutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. I want you to pay attention to one little thing when you get the bottle. Look on the back of Field of Greens. It says nutrition facts, not supplement facts. Why? Because this is not a supplement. This is real food. Real wholesome fruits and vegetables ground up into a fine tasting powder. That's why it says nutrition facts on the back. This is not some cheap extract. This is the finest fruit and vegetable supplement on the market today, hands down. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. And thank you to Brickhouse Nutrition for being key. They're, they're my first sponsor. Did you know that? Joe, remember when we first sold a spot on my show? We were like, oh my gosh, we got an ad. That was yeah. like five years ago. Remember that? Cool, we had dude. like 200 yeah. listeners. We're like, somebody bought spots on the show. This is crazy. Now, uh -huh. show's practically sold out all the time. Funny how things, uh, life changes like that. Never saw myself in this spot. All right, let's get back to this piece. So here's the third piece about elite private school parents who are afraid to speak out that their 
sons and daughters are being taught to hate themselves because of the color of their skin. I thought that was racist. The racist bell went off, which is the racist bell's infallible, meaning that is definitely racist. So here's a quote from this one that's really bizarre. I want you to pay attention to this part. Um, and then I'm going to get to a quote from the book that explain of a different book that explains to it afterwards. This is the privilege of the privilege quote. What do I mean? Going back to the Barry Weiss piece, again, in the show notes today, bongino.com slash newsletter to check that out. Parents at these elite schools, they say that it's the school where giving gets you more. Big donors get special invites, Joe, and they get attention from the people in charge. Meanwhile, their children are taught radical chic politics which of course do not involve anything substantively radical like redistributing the uh, redistributing the endow- the endowment. God forbid they did that, Joe. Multi-million dollar endowment. You don't want to give that to people. Yeah. Here's the quote. This one's the kicker. These schools are the privilege of the privilege of the privilege. I actually missed the privilege in my teaser quote. There's three privileges. They say nonstop that they're all about inclusion, but they are by definition exclusive. These schools are for the tippity top of society, a young mother in Manhattan tells me. You know, this got me thinking, right? Hmm. So you have these schools for not the privileged, but the privileged of the privileged of the privileged, the wealthiest and elitist uh, folks among us, the bow tie wearing, foie gras eating uh, crowd, the tartar crowd. Hmm. Love tartar, but. I'm, I'm exempting myself from that. The tuna pokey. LA. I call pokey. I heard it was called tuna poke. Don't know. I'm not a snob. I just, someone introduced me to it once. Forgive me. Again, I got to turn in my, my, uh, my proletariat card today, but I do like, but getting back to the point here, why do privilege to the privilege to the privilege, upper crust, bow tie wearing, okay, crowd. Why is it that they are the ones that seem to have the biggest problem with themselves. And I thought, how do I explain this? And I thought, I'm not even going to try because someone explained it already far better than me. How the capacity for self-criticism when you're an elitist and you go to an elitist snob school, the ability to look at yourself and hate yourself is a hallmark of your wokeness. Who explained it better than me? Every time we talk about this book, it jumps to the top of the charts. And it should, because up there with Thomas Sowell's Vision of the Anointed, if I had a reading list, Vision of the Anointed's number one. This is book number two. This is by Fred Siegel, and it's called Revolt Against the Masses. The book is absolutely spectacular. Uh, my buddy Andrew Wilkow, it's one of his favorites too. It is a easy to read manifesto on the history of upper crust snobby liberals and how they absolutely hate the middle class and hate themselves too. Guy was nice enough to spruce this thing up. I literally sent Guy, not figuratively, and you know I hate that word, literally. Um, I sent him a screenshot of my actual book and he's like, I'm going to spruce this thing up and make it look nicey nice. So good job. Here's the book by Fred Siegel called The Revolt Against the Masses. Buy it today before it's banned, folks, or thrown in the funeral pyre of book burning by the left because it'll change your life. Here's a quote from the book that again explains why liberals hate themselves and want you to hate yourself too. All right, again, I want you to pay special attention to this quote here. Fred Siegel, quote, the Americans learned from George Bernard Shaw how to be narrow-minded in a witty, superior way. Shaw pioneered the path whereby an author could simultaneously insult the middle class and yet be embraced by it on the grounds that receptivity to criticism signified someone who was a cut above. 
Both men mined that ore that was usually the moral strength, but sometime the self-defeating vulnerability of Western culture, colon, its capacity for self-criticism. Ha! Bingo! Siegel nailed it. Mm. How liberals, the by looking and hating it, you're, you know, hating yourself and teaching others to hate yourself is a virtue signal to others that you are somehow morally superior and a cut above. It's a cannibalistic, by its very nature, ideological frame. Because it eventually, you have, you, in order to show, Joe, stop me here as the audience on Buzzman if I'm not explaining this right, because Siegel did a good job all on his own. Yeah, but dude. just to translate a bit, it's cannibalistic by nature because to signal your virtue and put yourself above others and show that you're a cut above and woke. You have to find people below you and teach them to hate themselves while simultaneously keeping yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the problem with that, Joe? Right. Everyone else is doing the same thing. That's right. That's They're all right. finding people to shame too. Look at you. Look at you. And everybody's like, no, look at you. No, look at you. It's like that Spider-Man mm -hmm. meme. You ever see the Spider-Man? If, if, if you've seen the meme, you know what I'm talking about. Spider-Man's pointing at Spider-Man. And that they're all blaming each other. It's cannibalistic by nature. If it requires you to put someone else down and teach them to hate themselves, to signal you're above them, then the other person has to do the same thing. So it's a one-upmanship of trying to find new people to put down. Gee, does that make sense? Joe, does that make sense? Absolutely, sir. We're two for two. The deuce. Yep. This is cannibalistic by nature. The math of it doesn't work. I got one last quote from this piece. This piece is more important because it indicates the hallmarks of a cult. The tyranny culture, suppression uh, culture, a.k.a. cancel culture, it has the hallmarks of a cult. What are the hallmarks of a cult? Think about it. I'll give you a second. I can't give you too many seconds because terrestrial radio will, chip a, uh, will, will trip a best up. What's the hallmarks of a cult, right? Any evidence that refutes evidence that the cult is based on anything substantive is evidence of your guilt. I'll show you evidence of that in a minute. That's what happens. Say you're in a cult where this guy claims he is a space alien with superpowers. I'm not messing with you. Just say, right. don't laugh. This kind of stuff has happened. Yeah. Some guy claims he's from outer space and he's a space alien with special like Martian Manhunter uh, space powers or whatever, right? Captain Marvel space powers. Yeah. Yet every time you see this guy, you never actually see these powers he claims to have these powers to read your mind. He's constantly wrong. You say to him, okay, read my mind now. I'm thinking of two numbers. And every time you ask him, he gets the numbers wrong. What happens in a cult, Joe? What, I'm asking Joe as if he's been in a cult. Uh, Dan, in my experience, Joe doesn't know. But here's what happens in a cult for some of you who sadly have had family members or know someone who've read a book on this either. What happens is as the first person gets up and dances and starts to say, hey, okay, you can read my mind because you're a special space alien. I have two numbers in my head. What are they? And by the 10th time that the person gets it wrong, the guy starts speaking out because he's dancing and he goes, he's waiting for someone else to dance with him. And he goes, hey, um, listen, man, I've been talking to this guy, uh, whatever, 
uh, this this uh, pseudo-Martian dude. And I got to tell you, I think we're wasting our time in this call because this guy never gets the answers to my questions right, and he's telling us he can read our minds. Well, what's the hallmarks of a cult? What happens? Everybody goes, heresy, <laughs> heresy. He read your mind and you're the liar. And here's the evidence. Oh, the cult oh, leader yeah. read your mind that you were playing a trick on him and therefore is a mind reader. And it's you, Hester Prynne. Throw her in the boiling water. Is that, is that not the hallmarks of a cult? Why am I bringing up cult psychology and sociology? Because how is this next screenshot, especially the end part of it, how is this not evidence of a tyranny culture, suppression culture, liberal cult? Because it's a liberal phenomenon. Cult, uh, conservatives don't want to cancel people. Not the good. Liberals want to do this. Here, this is the last quote from the piece. It says, one Brentwood mother wrote to me, once someone shames one person, many chime in in agreement. Of course, Joe, because they all want to signal their wokeness. Yeah. The times I speak up to defend those they shame, they attempt to shame me because no one wants to get up and dance when someone else dances first. But it goes on. Here's the cult part. So God forbid you speak out against the show. Shame, 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 Game of Thrones style. In this worldview, complexity itself is a kind of racism. Nuances, phobia, and skepticism merely a type of false consciousness. Ibram Kendi, author of How to Be an Anti-Racist, plainly spelled out the logic on Twitter recently. Listen, listen, listen to this guy who's one of the, the uh, creators of this hate yourself because of your skin color mentality. Listen to this quote and tell me how this isn't a cult. The heartbeat of racism is denial. And too often, the more powerful the racism, the more powerful the denial. You get it? You get it? You digging? You digging how this goes? Yeah, man. You're a racist. You should hate yourself. Everybody should signal to you you should hate yourself. The catch is everybody's doing it to everybody else. And if you dare deny you're a racist, the more forcefully you deny it, the more racist you are. You see how that can't possibly end well? <laughs> no. Ibram Kendi apparently isn't an expert in logic because that can't possibly end well. You're a racist. If you deny you're a racist, you're more of a racist. Huh? Folks, you better get up and dance quick. You better do it fast. And you better do it coordinated. And you better do it with speed. Because I'm telling you right now, you are next. Because this is a race to the bottom as parents and cancel culture practitioners reach for new victims to signal to others they're woke. And they're running out of victims on the conservative side because we are separating ourselves from them rapidly in an entirely parallel universe. And it is only going to be leftists left to eat themselves alive soon. And if you're a leftist listening to my show... You are next. You know what? Can you just put up that New York Times headline, Guy, and then I'll get to this uh, final sponsor. You want me to show you more evidence of a leftist cult? Just quick, because I covered Spygate for years on the show. Yeah, man. Here was a headline by the New York Times from May of 2018, showing you if you were in the collusion PP tape uh, brigade that you were a cultist too. Here's a, an actual headline, not a joke from the New York Times. The FBI used an informant to investigate Russia ties to campaign, but not to spy, as Trump claims. <laughs> you present conclusive evidence, conclusive evidence that the FBI had a spy in the Trump campaign. <laughs> Members of the Trump campaign were literally, literally, literally spied on by a guy we know his name. We know he was paid by the FBI. 
You produce that evidence to the collusion cult and they claim you're the heretic, that the spy is not the spy. And it's even in the headline. He was just a euphemistic informant. He was an undocumented informant. That's evidence you're in a cult, folks, where evidence that the cult leader, Jim Comey, the Democrats, Hillary Clinton and others, you present evidence to the contrary. No, no, Trump was actually spied on and you're the heretic. That's not the spy. He wasn't a spy. He was an undocumented FBI paid informer who engaged in spying-like activities, but definitely not a spy. Definitely not a spy. Matter of fact, you're a Russian too, Bongino. You. Remember, Joe? We were. Joe's been to Russia, so am I. You, heretic, (laughs) Russian colluder. You're in with Trump on the spying thing, on the collusion pee-pee thing. Do you understand you're in a cult? Do you understand that? You get you're in a cult? No matter what evidence we present to you, you did something wrong. The evidence is used to attack us. I'm really sorry you're in a cult. Just like the liberals are in a cult who believe that you must be a racist. And if you insist you're not a racist, it's evidence you're an even bigger racist before. I, I, I don't I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know. I don't get that. I'm really sorry. All right, listen, coming up next, I've got some video I really want you to see, Piers Morgan. I, I, even though it's about this whole Meghan Markle, Harry thing, it's more about what we're talking about today. So forgive me, because I promise you I wouldn't talk about it. And I want, I want to get this video of Bill Maher, because again, it's important too about this receptivity to criticism thing Seagal, uh, Siegel writes in his book. Today's show finally brought to you friends, uh, by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Hey, finding great candidates to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you do is hope the right person comes along. That's why you need to try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter does the work for you. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with one click. Then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job. Don't waste any more time. And it actively invites them to apply. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other services may overwhelm you with applications to sift through, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for, that needle in the haystack. In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within what? Within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Go today. Don't waste any more time looking for great candidates. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Check them out today. Okay? So I promise you this video, while we're talking about suppression culture and tyranny culture, here is Piers Morgan, who is, by the way, not in any way an ideological friend to our movement. Uh, He's a big gun grabber and certainly no friend of mine. But Piers Morgan was canceled yesterday for daring to speak out against uh, Meghan Markle, uh, who is uh, whatever the House of I don't know what their title is, the Duchess. I, I don't, I'm not into the whole royalty thing, so I really don't know. But she's married to Prince Harry, and they gave that dreadful interview on Oprah. I promise not to cover. But as a result of Piers Morgan daring to speak out and saying, "Hey, I don't think with that Meghan Morgan, Meghan Markle, excuse me, uh, Meghan Morgan, I mixed Meghan and Piers, Meghan Markle saying is exactly true." So Piers was uh, promptly asked to uh, uh, leave his show or left his show, whatever happened. So here's Piers Morgan, um, who has been speaking out a little bit about this cancel culture because he understands it's cannibalistic by nature. Check this out. I believe in freedom of speech. 
I believe in the right to uh, be allowed to have an opinion. Uh, if people want to believe Meghan Markle, that's entirely their right. I don't believe almost anything that comes out of her mouth. And I think the damage she's done to the British monarchy and to the Queen at a time when Prince Philip is lying in hospital is enormous and frankly contemptible. So uh, if I have to fall on my sword for expressing an honestly held opinion about Meghan Markle and that diatribe of bilge that she came out with in that interview, so be it. Ladies and gentlemen, the enemy of my enemy is my friend and my enemy right now is cancel culture, tyranny culture and suppression culture. This guy is not an ideological friend, but he is at this point an ally. And if he's going to get up and dance, then we should get up and dance with him. I'm sorry. I, you know, the old line about strange bedfellows applies right now. You may think this is a little thing. Oh my gosh, it's just him and that dopey interview with Oprah and, uh, and, and Megan and Harry. No, it's not about a dopey interview. It's not about Pepe Le Pew. It's not about, I'm not even going to get into that whole nonsense. Disney canceling, uh, but they canceled Peter Pan today and the, what was the other character? Uh, Who's the other one they canceled? Uh, oh, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, because Speedy Gonzalez, that was racist too. It's bigger than that. It's nothing to do with cartoons. Cartoons are a symptom of a larger cancer eating our society alive. But even leftists like Morgan are starting to wake up. Here's another one who I think doesn't want to be treated like a useful idiot. Again, no friend to our movement at all. I frankly, candidly, probably can't stand conservatives. But he's not going to be a useful idiot for the left as they slowly dissolve away like a corrupted Alka-Seltzer tablet, as they slowly, slowly dissolve away everything we believe in. Here's Bill Maher. And I want you to keep in mind that Siegel part of the book about how signaling your receptivity to criticism makes you the woke one. Listen to this. Crew, crew members on the major airlines now wear Black Lives Matter pins during the flight. You know, you can support a movement without being constantly reminded of it. Can I just get a rum and coke and hold the white guilt trip till we land? Must we use every available platform as an issue billboard? Clothing, commercials, social media, sporting events, award shows, milk. I feel like this all started with milk. Someone in the 80s looked at a milk carton and said, what a waste, not using milk as a vehicle for missing children to plead with you to put down the shredded wheat and get out there and crack my cold case. Oh. I don't have a lab where I can cure cancer. I'm not a PI. And that's the part about this stuff that bugs me. It's not actually doing something. That ribbon isn't there to make me think so much as to raise awareness of what a good person you are. This is to activism what putting a flag on your car is to patriotism. So in April, please, won't you join me for a chill the f*** out month? Thank you, Joe, for cutting out the expletive at the end. We try to keep welcome. it somewhat family friendly, but I think you get the point. How the signal, the outward signal that you are receptive to criticism and therefore will encourage others to hate themselves too. the outward signal, the ribbons, the bands, the Black Lives Matter 
whatever you want to do, you want to put the symbol on, despite the fact that Black Lives Matter was literally founded. We're overusing that word today for a reason by a self-avowed Marxist organizer. Doesn't bother them at all. You want to put that signal on because you want to let others know that you are morally above them, that you on the totem pole of values are way at the top. And they are beneath you. The problem is everybody else beneath you is going to try to do the same thing to you. Ladies and gentlemen, where's this going to go? And I'm going to wrap up the show on this because we're out of time. Conservatives are figuring it out. I have an announcement tomorrow about my third addition to my parallel economy, which I would uh, ask that you support. My parallel economy is based on what? I was involved with Parler early on. I was been involved with Rumble, alternatives to both Twitter and YouTube. They have been resounding successes despite the attacks from multiple angles by multiple people. I've added part three to that platform. I'm putting it out there for you. It's a free market for you to decide or not. If you want to use it, I'll announce what it is tomorrow. But it's going to allow you to escape the suppression, tyranny, cancel culture lunatics by engaging in a business transaction with a company that actually respects free speech. I like to put my money and efforts where my mouth is. But what's going to happen? Well, folks, conservatives, libertarians, Republicans, and sane Democrats are figuring it out quickly, Bill Maher and others as well, that this is by nature a cannibalistic movement that'll destroy all of us. Conservatives figured that out a long time ago and are already making moves like what I'm doing to establish entirely parallel economies to separate ourselves from these lunatics. I said to a reporter yesterday, and I'll say it again today, doing this and building a parallel economy is not a good idea. What? Joe's like, what are you talking about? No, no, it's not. It's a necessary idea. Recreating companies that already provide services is probably pretty wasteful. But that's not why we're doing this. We need to do it because those companies don't cater to us and want to destroy our God-given right to speak. Conservatives are going to move en masse to these companies. You're going to see it in the coming years. I promise you, you're going to see it. And who's going to be left behind? A bunch of elite, bow-tie-wearing, Harvard Westlake parents eating themselves alive to move up the moral totem pole and wear a ribbon on their sleeves to signal to their buddies and their friends how morally superior to them why they cancel everybody else beneath them while we just sit back and eat our popcorn and watch. Then welcome over. Welcome them over. As each one of them starts to leave, realize what happened to them, and they start to dance themselves. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Spread this show around. Let's get more leaders to recognize they're the leaders we've been looking for. All right? It's important. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to my show. And I look forward to that announcement tomorrow on my show. Please subscribe. <laughs> I just said subscribe. Supposed to say follow, follow, focus group. Follow my show at rumble.com slash Bongino because it is free. There's no subscription cost. Rumble.com slash Bongino. You can watch that video in the beginning. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.